Hi, welcome to This Property Life podcast. My name is Mark Winship, and this week I'm joined by Caroline Claydon and Michelle Wales for a special mindset episode in which we're talking about success habits and consistency. Humans are creatures of habit, so why is it that we often find it hard to commit to the kind of habits that we know will help us to achieve better health, wealth and happiness? In this episode, we cover the importance of consistent action when it comes to investing in property and ways to create a routine of performance habits in your personal and professional life that works for you. Let's get started. Hi, Caroline. Hi, Michelle. How are you both doing? All good. Good to see you, Mark. Good to see you, Michelle, joining us from sunny Portugal. (laughs) I know about Krill. (laughs) We're committed. We're very committed to this podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. We're better to do a podcast from. It's just so nice. (laughs) You're living the life, aren't you? Well, great to see you guys, and um, you know we're, we're we're getting straight into another one of our sort of mindset um, topics, mindset episodes. Uh, I think the first one was was pretty popular and pretty well received. So um, I know it's uh, it's something that we enjoy discussing anyway. But it's great that people are getting value from it. So what we thought we'd touch on today, I think, is this idea of success habits and consistency. Um, and I thought I'm feeling highbrow today, so I thought I'd kick us off with a quote. It's, it's actually a, a quote that um, that we actually had displayed um, above the, the office door in the tennis academy I used to run at Loughborough um, because it's just, for me, just kind of summed up the level of commitment you need to demonstrate on a day-to-day basis to perform at elite level at anything. So you'll have heard the quote. It's a famous quote. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So it's an Aristotle quote. But I thought that that sort of is a neat lead into what we're what we're talking about today um, in terms of, you know, consistency of action, um, habit forming, both both in business, property investment, but also life in general. Um, And I know you guys are red hot on this, Michelle. I know in particular you're you know, you are. Um, the queen of success habits and uh, that side of things. So it'd be good to actually know how that side of things has played a role in your in investment journey, I guess, but also your your life over the last few years and where you're at on that side of things. Yeah, it's been it's been massive um, for us to be honest. And so I, I wouldn't take all the credit for it because I think the one thing I'm really lucky is is I'm kind of doing this stuff with Gary, and so we kind of keep each other going and keep each other kind of consistent if you like and one of us is dropping the other one pulls the other one along and vice versa so we've been quite lucky in that sense and we kind of are lucky in that sense to also develop all these habits together as well because then we're kind of constantly improving but it actually makes me laugh because pre-property which I find so crazy we were always like gym goers we always would do the gym but we weren't like like practice and stuff are really aware of things we were doing it was always just like we had our own things we did for maybe our own benefit but I think since property and since we started reading probably in particular mm-hmm. it's just like everything has just grown and grown and grown in terms of the list of things that we try to do like personally and then obviously you bring those habits into property as well so I was saying to you guys earlier you know I think it's quite a funny one because I quite often see like people slagging off like different habits like do you really need to have a 5am shower do you really need to do this do you really need to do that and it's like maybe you don't and that's totally fine but 
if it works for you and it makes you a more disciplined person and it yep. makes you feel like I feel like the 5am shower thing I don't do it all year round because like when it gets to Christmas and stuff I'm like oh my god I don't know if I can do that like there's some times where that just gets dropped but for me mentally to be able to jump in the shower at five like a after my workout or whatever in the morning and be able to take that cold shower is me basically saying to the world like I can actually do anything today that I put my mind to because that cold shower is like a big challenge <laughs> so it's um it's just like little things that we slowly pick up and um we do and we build into our routine but it's really been building massively since we got into property and I find property so unique in that it's so interweaved I think with mindset and with habits and all these different things that it's just for us a no-brainer that these things need to develop and they need to be there if we want to stay in the game and have longevity <laughs> yeah, yeah respect I mean I could I, I saw somebody posting about the 5am club um and then someone's saying you know it's all bs you don't need yeah. to do it I, I have to agree that I would not be happy getting up at five o'clock in the morning because <laughs> I'm a night owl I'd much yeah. rather stay up till two three o'clock in the morning to do yeah. stuff when the when the world is sleeping than getting up out of my bed and I think you know, that whole, if it works for you, really does come into it because the cold shower is different, right? Because yeah, yeah. that's a challenge. You've got to, you know, got to get grip your teeth and go through it. And I've I've really enjoyed the cold shower challenge. Yeah. Um, but this, this 5 a.m. thing, I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm a night owl. I'm a night owl. <laughs> you know, I, think, I think that's the beauty of it, Caroline, is, and that's what I always think as well, because we do 5 a.m. 5 a.m. works for us. Mm. But I don't think, like, I would never, ever, and I don't like people that judge somebody for maybe not getting up at 5am, because like you say, like, my hours are very different at the moment, because I'm kind of still working through the day, so literally I've got to do things before my work takes over my whole life, you know, and I've got to be disciplined in the morning, because I need to be disciplined still with my time during the day, so it's like, it's, it's definitely finding what works for you, and not really... Um, like listening to bits and pieces and trying things but not being like oh if I don't do 5am starts it means I'm a total failure <laughs> yeah like, this is it this so is it and, I, and I'm going to go slightly even further off piece Mark no offense but for women we beat ourselves up so much we yeah. basically feel guilt all the time about I'm not spending enough time with my kids I'm a really yeah. shit wife I'm having to get help doing the ironing oh my god the dust is like building up on the, the work dogs. You know, you know, it's just constant when you've got kids, house, business, all that yeah. stuff. And then you're like, and I have to get up at 5 a.m. Or, yeah. or this. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and there's another thing to beat ourselves up about. Gosh, I know. Oh, yeah. God. It's being very hard being a woman, Mark. You don't have to. <laughs> I, think, I think the massive thing as well is. I think what to do, and obviously we'll talk about like habits and stuff because then people might find little things that they might want to try. But see, for me personally, the habits is a is a thing that I do. But what it is actually creating in the background is confidence. Mm. So I think if you can think about like what is going to build your confidence and what is going to make you feel good, it doesn't need to necessarily be those kinds of things. But it's almost like just trying to really get to know yourself and like what works for you. Um, and what makes you tick rather than listening yeah. to all the noise of everything else yeah so what, so what we're basically saying then is it's it's not the habits themselves it's what the habits represent yeah. right that that's the key thing isn't it totally. because there is a lot of 
particularly I think within self-development and within entrepreneurship, there is a lot of sort of ha- habit shaming, mm. you yeah. know, because mm. because people have sort of profiled top entrepreneurs and they said as a general rule, they tend to be early risers, they tend to be X, Y, and Z, but that gets translated into, yeah. I mean, you know, you're, you are inadequate if yeah. you don't follow those so, same habits. And, Definitely. you know, I think, I think there's th- that, kind of research and that kind of profiling has a lot of value you know it it really does pay to emulate the success of others and yeah. to use positive role models but at the same time it's not the habits themselves it's not the fact that a 5am alarm or whatever it might be is the answer you're missing the point in doing that it's what it, you mentioned confidence and it's about or it might just be you know feeling disciplined that yeah. that feeling of um I'm, I'm I'm more productive. I'm getting more out of the day. You yeah. know those sorts of things. But if 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 you have other ways of achieving that that suit yourself better, then it's not the habit. It's it's what the habit represents to you, I guess, isn't totally. it? That makes the difference. Totally. Well, there are some habits that that I heard years and years and years ago that I've been beating myself up about that. I've never done which is like read at least one chapter a day of a book, and then you'll ha- you'll read X amount of books a year. I'm like, shh, okay, no, I can't do that. So I'm going to do Audible, right? So every time I'm in the car, it's an Audible book that's on and that's my reading thing, right? So you have to kind of try and go, okay, well, that that 5 a.m. thing, that ain't going to work. So I'm going to do it on the other side and just, again, adapt it, change it. Nothing is better doing that than nothing. Like, and, And again, it's like you're doing what you think you want to do there's no point in like forcing yourself like I can only imagine that if you think that there's all these things you need to do you could actually it could be like you work yourself into this thing where you actually end up feeling worse because it feels like a chore correct it's almost like you have to do things that like make you like work if that makes sense and empowers you it feels like you're in control I think it's like that taking responsibility the minute you take responsibility for stuff you feel more in control, which then, and then when you feel in control, you're, you, it builds your confidence and it helps you with that. In fact, there's two audible books on this that I have listened to. Um, one is Atomic Habits. Yeah, I'm on that one as well at the moment. Love it. <laughs> and then The High Performance Habits. I'm on that one as well, yeah. I really enjoyed that book. And again, there's nothing in those books that is earth shattering or, yeah. oh, I never knew that. But it just re reaffirms what you knew and gives you the science behind it I guess now it's been a while since I listened to the atomic habits but does he he says something about it takes three weeks is it three weeks to create the habit then like 72 hours to break it yeah it's generally it's like they say it takes 30 days doesn't it to sort of build a habit essentially and I think that I think that's an interesting thing as well because it's it's very easy to be if, if you're if you're constantly just sort of following the crowd and, and what the latest trend is within entrepreneurship and how you can actually become inconsistent with your habits yeah, yeah. so so actually if you are blowing hot and cold which is the worst thing you can do and you're sort of right I'm, I'm gonna get on this 5 a.m show mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm gonna be on that but then three weeks later that dies a death so yeah. it, it comes back to what works for you because it's much better to start small and manageable and know that you can commit to that know that you can build that into your your lifestyle and and into your your daily routine as it were um so that you know you're committing to that over 30 days or more 
And I've always been fascinated around identity, which is which is really where you you, you take those habits and they just become part of who you are. Yeah. And, and that takes time and that takes consistency. But if yeah. people were to describe you in six months time, you know, what what is your identity? What uh, how much of that have you actually taken on board as this? I am a disciplined person. I am a healthy person. I am a successful person as evidenced by the the habits that I've been doing for, for, you know, that I just build into my my routine as opposed to I do it because I've heard that it's an important thing to do and it's the latest fad and and, and everything else. Well, I think a prime example of that is this whole, like the law of attraction thing, right? Yeah. saw some program where this woman was like, I am a money magnet. I am a money magnet. She was like chanting about how she was a money magnet to get the whole law of attraction thing going. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work. You know, I I get the whole putting it out there and and saying that you're a money magnet, but you're not actually taking any action to create money. Then that magnet's not going to work. But that's what's that's what's dangerous. I think that's why I think you have to understand that it's what the habits represent, not the habits themselves. You can copy all of these things that other people are doing without understanding the mindset that underpins that and and the action that, that underpins that within their business. And and you know, we see so many um, property investors new to the game who um, perhaps think that you know that. that it tends these two things tend to go hand in hand, right? People start in, um, investing in things like property, and they also get really into self development. And the two things tend to go hand in hand, and they're all over that side of things. And they, uh, you know, they're suddenly they're doing the morning routine, they're drinking the strange coloured protein shake every day, and all this sorts. And it's almost like, well, well, now surely deals are just going to fall in my lap because <laughs> I am behaving like an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I think for me, this is where it really. There's another quote, isn't there? You are what you measure. Mm. And I think for this to really lead to productivity and to lead to success in your your personal life, but also your business life, I think this for me links into KPIs. You know, it links into what are we doing consistent? What are we measuring? Because the things that we're measuring are going to get managed. And, yeah. and, and that's really important to build that consistency within your professional life, within your business growth, um, yeah. because they're the things that are going to compound to create success over time. Yeah. So the worst thing we can be, the worst thing we can do is sort of blow hot and cold. And- if you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. you know we, we talked last time didn't we about the highs and the lows and the disappointments and how it's a bit of a roller coaster and I think having the, the reason coming back to the sports world again the reason that 
routines and habits were so important is because it's all about showing a consistent commitment to the things that you can control. Yeah. That, that that's the most important thing. Otherwise, you're gonna go up and down like a roller coaster with the successes and the failures and all the things that you can't control, you know, offers that fall out of bed, issues with builders, that sort of thing. It's gonna be exhausting. But if you can come back to that flat line of what do I do tomorrow, the same thing I did today. Yeah. You know, and and it's almost comforting in that sense. It's it's a base camp that you can retreat to and go, right, back onto my habits again. And you let the roller coaster kind of take its natural ebb and flow. Yeah. I think as human beings, we are built for routine. We want consistency. We want to know what's coming ahead of us. So having those habits that are ingrained in our lives is our comfort zone. So the minute that you want to try and get different results, creating a habit that just slightly nudges your path a little to get slightly different results, because we are programmed to do the same thing over and over again. And we saw that like when we when we have our seminars, people come in, they choose their seat, they've got their little space. And then the next day they want to sit in that same space. They want to sit in that yeah, same exactly. space. That, yeah. that, that's, their, that's their happy place because that was their space yesterday. Therefore they want to sit in that space. And I'm sure when you're on holiday now, Michelle, people are saying, saying the same sun loungers. We're in the same section. Yes, that's their comfort zone. So if you create some kind of, habit like humans are designed to just do the same thing over and over and over again but it just needs to be good stuff yeah that's the problem the same applies to negative habits right yeah. McDonald's every friday night and a pizza every saturday night and a bottle of wine to drink you know all of that um yeah that's we, just how we, people- t- we, we talk a lot you know don't we about starting with the end in mind and that's why i think identity is so important what 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 sort of person do you want to be what sort of life do you want to lead and you build the habits around that you know I want to be a healthy person I want to be a wealthy person I want to be a successful person and then you look at the habits that will lead to that as opposed to doing it the other way around which is where I've heard it's a good idea to do this habit therefore I will do that and I will at some point just miraculously become a successful entrepreneur or investor Um, you know and I think that's that's how to really personalize this is to think about where do I see myself as a person as a professional as an athlete whatever it might be in two three years time and work back from that point and start to compound the habits towards that yeah Yeah. and I think it's it's so interesting what you're saying about identity because a recent thing that I've realized with um, some of the stuff I was doing so I was like like I the, the reading thing definitely works for me even if it's just a little every day but what I kind of noticed not that long ago was I was kind of trying to read so many different types of book, and although they still kind of say all roughly the same things, I felt like it was like exactly as we were talking about earlier, where my mind would then suddenly jump to, right, I need to try and do this, right, I need to try and do that, or maybe I should do this. And do you know what I've actually just done, like literally just the last like month or so, is gone back to just the same book, and I'm just literally going to read that, digest that as many times as it takes probably for the next while just to really be like, just using that because for me, I'm kind of like that one really identifies with me. And I know that most of the stuff in that book work really well for me. Um, and the other, the other funny thing it's so it's like reading Think and Grow Rich again, because I think it's really right. mentioned. Um, but it's so funny because even the mindset thing, you know, in terms of like what those things can teach you in terms of habits and saying, you know, because for me, even when it comes to things to do with the market, 
all you see sometimes even on social media or in different places is the market's too hot there's not enough deals there's yeah. not enough things like this yeah and sometimes think for me like whilst like affirmations you know things people might not necessarily believe in them but I'm kind of very much of the mindset that I'm like if I if people were aware that the way that they talk and the way that they speak in in real life you know is just pretty much like for me personally I wouldn't ever want to be verbalizing that stuff or if I saw somebody verbalizing it I'd want to maybe say to them maybe you need to think about your your mindset or read something that's going to just teach you that basically anything that you're just constantly repeating Correct. in your head yeah you're pretty much putting a block there so yeah. I do find it quite funny that you know not funny but I find it interesting that you've said about that identity piece because for me that's a massive thing of shaping me and keeping consistent even with that and not jumping around too much you know yeah um in terms of the habits so and I do that on the female side of things we go through a massive transition in life from independent women all good all good all good and then you get married then you have your kids now you're a mom now you're responsible for these things as well as the house and you're trying to be all things to all people yeah. and then you lose complete identity of who you even are and then the midlife crisis hits as I'm well aware where you then start playing tennis you haven't played for 20 years <laughs> and up for and you, get, you get plastic surgery and so, to get like, who am I you start your therapy and all that I'll tell you the habits that I have really been focusing on in the last two years is actually about self-care mm -hmm. it's down to the fact that I've been so focused on business, 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 kids in the background, dogs, house, all that. I'm like, there is literally no time for me yeah. to just like, I can't meditate. Like my bro my body is not programmed to chill the hell out. <laughs> I can't even think about going off and, you know, doing a retreat. Like that would send me bonkers. So I need to ground myself. And so for the last two years, my habits are like, right, at least once a day, I'm taking two to three hours out for a walk or tennis or gym or whatever it is that's my time yeah. and ugh, I, I definitely feel that, that that I need that to then be able to give my business the best because if you just run yourself ragged you, you you can't perform where you need to and then you know nervous breakdown comes along or maybe it's just menopause I don't know <laughs> so true and I think that's exactly it that's what we were saying at the start is just what what is it that works for you because honestly I'm I'm the exact same but for me it's just and that's the thing it's just a time thing isn't it because if I don't do my like couple hours in the morning where it's space for myself because the minute the kids get up at seven it's yeah. just like crazy and I'm like I, when I notice um when I don't do my routine in the morning and I don't get my head straight at the start of the day this is the day I could be like crazy women, you know, running around and I'm like, oh, yeah. what's going on with this? I don't know wh where I am. And it's like, it's, it is so important to just find what makes you tick for definite. So what habits work for you, Mark? What what works for you? Well, before I get on to what works for me, I, it's really interesting that you put it a slightly different way around, which I think is really interesting. This this idea that what what is it that makes, what is it that makes somebody successful it is we talk a lot about taking action and being committed and everything else but actually making sure you're in the right frame of mind to be productive so there's two sides to the coin essentially isn't there because equally one of the things that like i i sort of 
I find frustrating in a way is when you talk to someone and Michelle, you mentioned it about people talking about the market conditions. It's a great example right now. You know, oh, it's, um, it, it, you know, there are no deals out there at the moment. You know, it's just it's a seller's market. Um, you know, there's, you, you can't you can't get deals where you can get your money back out. Um, there's no distressed property. It's going for the same price that that done up stuff is going is, you know, it's just it's just one of those things. It's just bad. Time. And you, you kind of go, OK, um, so how, so how many viewings have you done? You know, how many properties have you actually been to? Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't actually. There's no point. Is there? I haven't actually been. At, Okay, so how many agents have you spoken? Do you see what I mean? And it's yes. and actually, you know, um, I was lucky enough to speak to um, Josh Cole, um, and I think that episode, in fact, yeah. it may already have aired by the time we're talking um, <laughs> on on the uh, on the podcast. And you know, those Josh and Amber, they've done six buy to let deals in six months, start starting in February. Yeah. You know, so so through the pandemic, and you kind of think, and so what's What's the secret? What 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 is your secret? And there's no secret. It's just the fact that they have consistently had their blinkers on. Like they're they're listening to experts and they're you know they're 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 obviously educating themselves. But equally, they've stayed in lane. They've kept their blinkers on. They've committed to action, and they have managed to uncover really good quality deals where other people, you know, are almost getting in their own way. And I think yep. that's. You know, there's there's the habit side, but there's the consistency side as well. Is is being consistent with with your own habits. So going back to myself, uh, it's it's really interesting listening to to you guys because I I am I need to catch up with you, Caroline, on that front. I'm terrible at the self care yeah, side of things, true. and I I can uh, genuinely sort of you know this is going to turn into a therapy session. I think um, <laughs> cards on the table. I've, yeah. I I'm going to hit a brick wall. You know, and and you do get like that sometimes. You think what did we get into this for in the first place, you know, and it it wasn't to add stress and it wasn't, and I know why we're doing it. And I know, and I have absolute resolute belief as to where it's heading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but at some point it's got to get there in the sense that, you know, you now need to make sure you are, you've got the quality of life and you've got that balance and and everything else. So for me at the moment, it's all been about because we're very heavily, invested in service accommodation and running a service accommodation business a lot of that has been around i guess the habits of setting up good processes and 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 stuff within the business that allow you to have have the have the business run itself if that makes sense allow allow that that machine to run without you necessarily need to be there all the time turning the pedals kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. for me, it's almost preparing. So that's, I guess that's habit forming within the business, setting up good systems, good processes so things work so that it frees me up to then be able to, to, to actually, um, yeah, look after myself, <laughs> take some time out. And you know. how many times have we heard, you've got to enjoy the journey, enjoy the moment. It's like, that's yes. No one is <laughs> journey. Like you, you got to deal with banks and solicitors and surveyors, ah, and building control. You know that's not a journey you anyone enjoys. But it's about, I guess, that whole um, keeping yourself healthy so that when these challenges come up, you're just like, okay, perspective. Yeah. It's just another day to, da, 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 you know. Um, and and I really lost sight of that. I have to say. I mean, I'm quite a highly strung person. I recognise that. I stress out quite easily. Um, and so I think that whole taking time out, I really have to force myself to do it because then I've got the guilt, the mum guilt. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. be doing 
I should be doing X, Y, Z. So what I've done to rectify that is lists. I write down absolutely everything that's in my crazy mind that I'm going to have to do or should do at some point. And I don't put them into must do today. That can be, you know, that can wait or anything, but I just keep that list and it's in a notebook. That notebook goes everywhere with me. So whenever something comes into my head, I've got to do that. Da, da, da. I write it down. It's like, right, that will be taken care of. And if that's a, an email sent at 2 a.m. because I'm a night owl, then that's that's off the list. Yeah. And that's why now I'm managing. <laughs> this is like a therapy session, managing myself. But there is there's so much going on that I think yeah. like you have you have to do that. And it's like even having that list allows you to compartment, mm. like put it into a compartment, like, right, that's that's family stuff, that's business stuff, that's you know, so it's like it's just making sure that you can separate all those things as well because I'm I'm kind of the same and I think that's why I I like the habits because otherwise it's just all going around up in there and you're just mm-hmm. like I think you can be in danger of not getting things done if there's just too much going on up yeah. there. Yeah, that's a process in place to be able to manage that. Yeah. That's it for me. Like the advantage of routines and habits. I know I'm at my most productive my most fulfilled and and my most um uh what well, i don't know what the word to describe it is but feeling like i'm on top of everything yeah. when i itemize out my time and i and i, I plan my week and i block out what i'm going to be doing at different times yeah. and wow. that that can seem quite callous because at times i will be putting in right five till seven p.m after it is family time Yes. I'm allocating time to spend with family. And that can seem quite, um, you know, quite, quite hard skin sort of thing. But what it's doing for me is it's giving me an ex- giving me a reason not yeah. to do the other stuff. Totally. Yeah. So I close my laptop, I put my phone away, and that is the family time. And I don't, because otherwise we all have entrepreneur's guilt, right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to enjoy a day out, but you, you, there's stuff nagging at you and you can see your WhatsApps go in and there's people yeah. trying to get hold of you and you're not really switched off. Whereas if you give yourself that reason, you say, right, because I know and you can't you can't have your cake and eat it. You, yeah. I, I find as an entrepreneur, you can't just do that and not have the habits where you've done your work and you've you, you've you know, you've done that stuff earlier in the day. So I've blocked off the time. I've, I've been through my email inbox. I've done X, Y and Z. And now that all gets put to one side and I give myself a reason to switch off. Otherwise, I don't switch off at yeah. all, and you know ever. What? You almost will probably find as well is that you don't, like I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I don't enjoy something as much if I've not done the things that I said I would do or things I know that I want to do. Like yeah. if I knew that for the day, like I've written my, like it's almost like the eat, eat that frog thing where I've said, right, this is really important to do like this morning, get it out of the way. If I've not done that, by the time I get to the point where I'm ready to switch mm. off and do family time, I'm just basically like raging or upset with myself. So it's like, it's it's kind of helps you to just have that discipline that you're saying, right, yeah. these are things that need to happen. Because I think especially when you're not in a routine and you don't have a, like a boss like telling you what to do with your property business or whatever, you are responsible. You've got to make sure that you're actually, because the days can just fly by and you could just yeah. be like, what have I actually done or achieved today? What, you know, yeah. Especially when you've got a family, because the family will quite quickly try to take over your whole day. And you're yeah. like... <laughs> but you're not. But but they'll thank you for it because you're you're not present otherwise, are you? You might be there, but you're you're not mentally present. Whereas if you can be disciplined with how you set your time out, then you can be mentally present for them at, at the times when yeah, you need to when be. It's, 
when it's yeah, yeah. I, um, I don't know if you've heard the the saying slow down to speed up mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and it was somebody you know talked me through that whole slowing down to speed up thing and I found that's really helped and actually whenever we go on holiday and we're, we're just back from a holiday I found those two weeks was when I was at my most creative on planning and because it just gives you that space yeah. to to think and plan and strategize and yeah. you know get inspired again um and so if you know any of the listeners don't know that whole slow down to speed up it's about a story about a guy who's furiously trying to cut down a tree uh, with his saw and some people walking through the forest are like oh, what's going on here you know your saw's a bit blunt maybe you should stop and sharpen it and he's like no 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 I can't stop I've got to keep going got to keep going go go keep going and actually if he stopped and sharpened the saw he would cut the tree down in in minutes whereas he's just furiously trying to cut this tree down with a blunt saw that's going to take hours and hours and hours weeks 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 weeks, weeks, weeks. Yeah. And I think, again, that really helps program your brain on that self-care then. But to go, right, if I'm feeling like things are getting a bit hectic, I need to just chill out a little bit, take some time. I mean, some people meditate. I wish I could do that. But, you know, um, and then, then come back with fresh eyes. Um, and again, that whole sleeping on, sleeping on something, your brain actually solves problems as you sleep so if there's something that's really bothering you I've thought right I'm not gonna make a decision on that until tomorrow um and then I know my brain is processing that while I'm sleeping and then in the morning I've got a different perspective like, oh yeah maybe that's a good idea okay let's do that so again I don't know how that works I mean that's science beyond all <laughs> something about your con in the dreams. <laughs> yeah, conscious mind and thoughts and whatever I don't know but it works yeah, yeah totally and it's also just making sure as well that you're, you're like, I think it's just as well, it's always remembering like what does success actually mean to you as well? Because I think you can get so focused on um, like one thing, like you say, if it's so, like so on down the tree, you almost have to be like, right, you still need, you know, success. It's, it's knowing what that means to you. And like, I think yeah. for us, because we've all got families, family is a massive part of that. So it's like, you have to do what works you know we we couldn't just work ourselves to the bone all day and all night because for someone else that might be fine or that might be you know what success looks for like for them but we have to adapt and find out like maybe thinking about everybody else that is surrounding us and our family that's relying on us for that quality time yeah. I, I struggle with that as well you know it's like it's so hard to switch off when you're um running your own businesses because you've got that it's almost like you've got that thing that you always want to do well so you're just always pushing but you do need to just really make sure that you're taking the time to switch off. Yeah. So I think I think I think we've done a really good job. I think I hope we've done a really good job of um, making sure that people aren't too hard on themselves and and that they they you know they 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 not shamed by the stuff that they see on social media about habits and that sort of thing. But equally, yeah. I wouldn't want the message to be that habits are not important and that yeah. consistency is not important because it's absolutely critical to success. So if we sort of like zoom back into the granular of property again where does that consistency come in so i know you know i, I can talk to um the stuff that has come out so consistently in in the interviews that we've done in the podcast with the people that have achieved the success they've achieved and it's things like the follow-up yeah you know the people that and it's so easy to 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 hear about that habit and to think well you know 
following up when you put your offer in and, it, you know, following up with the agent and deals coming back to us, it's, you know, it sounds like a logical thing to do, but does it really work? And it's, it's the people that genuinely commit to the consistency of those actions that are achieving the success, right? So in what other areas do we need to be consistent as investors, do you think? The relationships, I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the communicating, talking to people. Um, and that's not just relationships with estate agents. And I think people starting out, they're, that's all, all they're really sort of fixated on. Well, estate agents, I'm going to get the deal from, so I'm just going to keep focusing on yeah. them. Um, I just think that whole talking to people um, is is so important because you just never know where your next angel investor is going to come from. You never know where your next deal is going to come from. And it could just be, you know, an innocent conversation that you have with somebody that brings all of that to, to life. So I think that whole keeping yourself out there and talking to people yeah. is important. consistency on social media is absolutely key, isn't it? That you're not blowing hot and cold and that, you know, people are, are used to see. And, and that's where, again, I, you know, people have, different appetites for social media and um, I think what's important is again coming up with a routine for your social media content and presence that you that is manageable that you can commit to so yeah. don't don't go into it if, if you're not if you're not really hot on social media already don't go into it say I'm going to post twice a day every day and yeah. then by the following week you've just gone again you know it's much better to I'm going to post once a week at the end of the week a summary of what I've done but yeah. do that every week and know that you can do that that consistency and and you know that from a raising money perspective there's nothing worse than oh uh, it's you know so and so's popped up again they must be looking to raise some money for uh, for their latest deal you know you need to be consistent and just be documenting your journey right yeah it's, it's even in you know even in your area as well because I think that's the other thing is like some people maybe who haven't um you know got the experience just think that it's just about um going on viewings you know so just speaking to the agents going on viewings and then that's it but it's it's been present in the area as well so you know taking the time when you're doing your viewings not loading yourself up so much that you've literally not got a, you know time to just take a breather and like pop into a local shop or do a bit of a wander around maybe drop off some leaflets you know like it's making sure that you're building those relationships in the area as well because I mean we we all know people who've had conversations with somebody who then says oh do you know what there's actually a house around the corner or it's like even just being able to take the time out to drive around you know the area and, and build up your relationships that way and, and meet people there too because it can give you all the insider knowledge on what's going on in that street or you know who's living next door or whatever it might be so it's, yeah. it's definitely making sure you're always talking to people and it's not just, you know, you're not just relying on agents or social media or whatever it is. It's being actually physically present as well. Yeah. How many how many times have we heard that, you know, oh, you're so lucky, you're so lucky that, that that deal fell in your lap or you're so lucky that you got talking to that person that, you know, that, that led to a, a direct-to-vendor deal. And it's not luck. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's you know, if, if you, like with anything, if you throw enough numbers at it, and in this case, time, you know, if you're in the area often enough and you're speaking to enough people, then that consistency is going to reap rewards. And you'll go through, it's the same with personal habits. You'll go through times when you think, what am I, you know, what am I, we've all, we've all done that. We've all tried to lose weight and, you know, the scale keeps moving in the wrong direction. And you think, what, well, you know, so it, it, again, it's about that, that sort of um, starting with the end of mind, isn't it? And sort of committing to the that end point rather than just expecting a quick, 
a quick yeah. fix, a quick result. You know, doing doing this for a couple of you know going for a couple of runs. I'm terrible for this, but go, going for a couple of runs three times a week, and and then somehow that you know that 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 makes me healthy and athletic. You know, yeah. it's about consisting consistently over time. That's a perfect way to almost explain it. You know, because it's like anything. If you're if you're not um, you know if you're if you are trying to lose weight, for example, it's probably the one we can all relate to. Like, there's so many different. Um, you know, ways you could lose weight or diets or whatever it might be, ways to, ways to do exercise. But if you're not doing it consistently, if you're not there and, you know, doing it every day, you're not going to get the results. So it's almost like it's it's yeah. the easiest thing to compare it to because you have to be doing it. And I think the other thing as well is it's like having the belief in what you're doing as well. So yeah, you know, no point in going and visiting an area and not really having the enthusiasm or the belief and just kind of like sitting in your car and be like, oh, I don't know. It's like you've got to, I think you've got to like properly go for it and really just like be committed and be in it. Well, you perfect hit the nail on the head there with uh, it's got to be something that you know you're going to be able to maintain. Like with the yeah. diet thing, right? Yeah. People are like, right, no chocolate, no booze, no, no fun, <laughs> for three months. Yeah, I've lost the weight. Right, back on it get the booze, get the chocolate. Right? <laughs> so it's never going to work. You can't maintain it because it's not part of your life. It's not a habit. Yeah. That's why diets notoriously don't work is because they can't be maintained. It's just way too restricting. With the property thing, there's no point in going to an investment area that you're planning on visiting once every six months. Yeah. Ain't going to get the results once every six months. Or, yeah, I'm just going to just nip up there, you know, once in a blue moon. It's not going to work it has to be something that you can integrate and then maintain um like this i mean the social media posting is is a prime example as well you know can you honestly set the time aside to be posting three three four five times a day or whatever no that and, and maintaining that is so hard yeah. so give yourself a break and say right three times a week right yeah. three times a week monday wednesday friday done yeah. that is manageable in your life but we live in a, increasingly in an instant gratification culture, don't we? And that's what we're sort of we're, we're swimming against the tide a little bit in that sense. And there, there's a I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. There's a um, a Japanese philosophy called Kaizen. I think it's Japanese. It's a, it's underpins a lot of the kind of operations at some of the big car manufacturers like Toyota and places like that. And it's based on the principle that small changes make big differences. Yeah. So it's, it's the compound effect. It's, it is used quite a lot within the health industry as well. So if you were to um, say to someone who comes to you and says, Look, I, I want to lose weight, you know, I want to, I want to get active, I want to lose weight, okay, okay, no problem. What you need to do is you need to uh, go to the gym, which you've got to travel to, um, an hour and a half every day, um, and, you know, you've got to commit, and that, that will get you fit. Well, you're putting too much in the way of people. That That, that is not... You know, you're not going to do that. Whereas if you said to them, look, you know, they're just going to come up with all the reasons under the, many of them legitimate to say, there's just no way I can, I can commit to that. Yeah. But if you said to them, and it can start with the smallest habit change, could you stand on a stationary treadmill for 30 seconds every day? People look at you like, yeah, of course I get what yeah, good's that. But maybe one day you turn it on. And you start walking, and, to, and but but what you've done is you've built that routine into your life in a manageable way. Of course, yeah. I can do thirty seconds. Of course, I can do two minutes, five minutes, whatever it might be. Yeah. But by entrenching that routine, you can layer on that. You can build on that because you've already created it. Rather than, and that's why New Year's resolutions, yeah, 
never work because you, you make these revolutionary commitments <laughs> and you just can't commit to it. Whereas if we would have said, look, I'm just going to make this very small um, adjustment to the way that I live my life, it creates yeah. a foundation for you to build on. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the key to habit forming, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I gave up alcohol. And I managed to keep it going and keep it going. Rather than one month, it was two months, three months. And I'm, I think you know, I managed to get to about six months. And I felt amazing, you know, skin was good, lost weight. But I wanted to go out and have a glass of wine. <laughs> Without feeling bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, well, actually, maybe I can just have a couple of glasses of wine at the weekend and not feel bad and then have the benefits during the week of, you know, and that's maintainable. That, you know, you can manage that. This whole all or nothing, um, it, it is really going to set you up for a fall, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we need to let Michelle get back to the pool, I think, don't we? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about this all day long, but yeah, I think we need to let Michelle get back to her holiday. So um, thank you so much, guys, for that. It's been uh, really a really good therapy session. I've got a lot of food for thought yeah. to take away from that. I hope everybody listening has the same. Um, and then, um, I, you know, we're going to put our heads together and um, tackle another mindset mindset uh topic in uh, in our next episode there we go awesome. take care guys speak to you soon yeah. see ya thank you so much for listening if the topics we're talking about in our mindset episodes resonate with you then why not join the conversation over on the property wealth system community page on facebook we're a like-minded bunch of property investors from beginners right up to dab hands and we're always sharing top tips best practice and support please also give this podcast a like and a follow wherever you get your podcast fix and if you get a minute to leave us a short review on your podcast platform of choice that will help make it easier for other people to discover the podcast too thanks again for listening and i will catch you on the next episode